0: Welcome to Cut Out the Crazy with Beretta Fleur, where we focus on identifying and weeding out those less-than-functional elements, relationships, and habits to elevate your life experience. Where are you in your experience today? Welcome in to Cut Out the Crazy. I'm your host, Beretta Fleur. I'm an author, podcaster, and confidence coach, helping people just like you lead happier, healthier, more fulfilled lives. And I do that through my coaching, content, and storytelling. And you can find out all about that on berettafleur.com. If you enjoy this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and or give it a review. I would greatly appreciate it. As always, I love having you guys here with me. Today, we're going to discuss what it takes to be your own boss, and this will likely be part of a series. I had a really good response to the Q&A live I did a couple weeks ago, um, youtube.com slash that's where you can find that. Got a good response from that, a lot of questions, so I figured I'd maybe do a series on this. But for this episode, we're going to start at the beginning and focus on the generalities of becoming your own boss. So we'll focus on how to decide what you want to be, how to incorporate being your own boss in your life, and how to plan to take the plunge into self-employment. So if that sounds good to you, you are in the right place. So first, we'll do a little Beretta Fleur exercise with you to come together and get into the headspace. I like doing that, so it's more that I'm talking with you instead of talking at you. (laughs) We'll focus on your answers there for a bit, and then I will give you some logistics to start using today to help you take those first steps into being your own boss and having more freedom in your life and in your career path. A little bit of background for you. I have over 15 years of experience in freelance design, publishing, media, and marketing. A lot of stuff going on there, anything from print and digital design. I used to do websites back when people actually built websites for people. <laughs> um, not just huge companies, but you know, even mom and pop stores, they couldn't just go and, and have a site builder. So I was doing that back in the day. In some years, I supplemented that with being employed either as a contracted worker or as a salaried employee. There are pros and cons to both. The biggest cons for me were my freedom to travel and see my family and see my friends. I always wanted to be able to go somewhere, and you can't do that when you're at a desk nine to five. That is not such a big deal anymore, but sometimes it is. The other thing was I felt like I was working hard for myself, but when I was working hard for other people, I was making them money, not me. And there was always a ceiling to what I could make. So that being said, that has always led me back onto the path of being my own boss. And right now, that's what I am. My hope is to help you make the right decisions for you and or your family while on the journey to becoming your own boss or deciding if that's the right step for you. So let's get started. So let's delve into this little exercise here. I'm assuming that because you're here and because you wanna be your own boss, there are some things lacking in your current career path. Maybe you're in school and you're deciding what you wanna do. Maybe you've been looking for a job and you're not really getting any results. Maybe you're at a job right now and you're just kinda tired of it and you don't really feel like it gels with who you are or who you wanna be in your life or what you wanna do in your life. Whatever your reason, We're here, and I've been there with you, and I think there's a couple things we need to focus on. So let's kind of sit with a couple things here. If you want to write this down, that's fine. If you want to just think about it while you're maybe driving or walking around or cleaning your house, whatever it is you're doing, (laughs) that's fine too. The biggest question when deciding whether or not to be your own boss is trying to figure out what you want to do. So what I want you to do is think about what do you always do no matter what? That could be being out in nature or teaching or researching or writing. So when you think about what you always do, no matter what, no matter what your life circumstances are, what is that thing that you do? The second question, and I have four of them for you, so the second question here is, what are the three most important things in your life right now, or what are the three most time-consuming things in your life right now? So is it family? Is it children? Is it your job? (laughs) What are the three most important things in your life right now that are taking up the most time and energy? The third question I have for you is, what do you most wish that you could figure out about your career? And the fourth question is, what are you afraid of most when thinking about being your own boss? What trips you up? Is it that you're just nervous of failing? Is it that you're intimidated by your lack of knowledge? Is it that it just seems like a ton of work and you just don't feel like doing it. <laughs> so when you think about being your own boss, like what's the one thing that just makes you go, Oh, I don't know. Okay, so now we're going to go over those points one by one. And I'm going to share my answers with you so that you can kind of see where I've come from, and if your answers match mine, even better. That will be more helpful for you, okay? So that's the next step here. So the first thing we covered was, what do you always do no matter what? And I'm sure you've heard the phrase, you know, do what you love and the money will follow. Not always true, guys. It doesn't magically appear. Eventually it's true, but, that's also true if you're doing what you don't love. (laughs) Right. I mean, (laughs) but yeah, I think the essence of that saying is basically you're going to do what you do no matter what. You may as well get paid for it. I think that's a better way to put that. So when you think about your life and you think about who you are and what you do, uh, whether it's, you know, you, you design cool outfits or you organize the crap out of your home and it looks amazing and all your friends come over and say, wow, Like, look at your closet, how do you do that? Anytime somebody says to you, how do you do that? I don't understand how you do that. You should be getting paid for that skill. Sometimes we are doing exactly what we're meant to be doing. We're just doing it for another person. But if you're totally in the field of one thing and you're doing one thing and really your whole life you've loved to do something else, That's a clear indicator that you at least need to consider a career field switch. And being your own boss could be an element of that. So just something to consider, guys. For me, the reason why I'm doing coaching and why I'm Producing my own media and my own social media and my own marketing is because that's the kind of thing I've always done. I've always made videos. I've always made audio. I used to walk around with a little, one of those little tape recorders (laughs) back in the 80s and 90s. I would walk around my house either with a video camera or with some sort of recording device and record myself, like talking to my sisters, doing shows, and My best friend used to take an AV class in high school, and that's all we did all the time. That's how we spent every single weekend. So I'm definitely doing the kind of thing that I've always done my whole life. When you have done something your whole life, regardless of whether or not you got paid for it or whether or not anybody was watching you, whether or not you were being told to do it, that's the kind of thing you want to look at as far as that's who you are and that's what you should be doing. And if you can do it for yourself or go into business for yourself doing it, all the better. So the second question in the exercise was, what are the three most important things in your life right now or the most time consuming, the things that are taking your energy? Your life is your life and chances are it's not going to change Immensely. What I mean is, you're still going to have your family. You're still going to have your friends. You're still going to have your pets. You're still going to have your life outside of your career. And if you don't, that's another thing that we'll have to talk about. (laughs) Because you need balance, friend. (laughs) But. Make sure that this change is something that your family can get on board with or the three most important elements of your life will be able to gel with. You need to make sure that it's not going to destroy your entire world to go be your own boss. And what I mean is if you have a really sweet deal right now and it's just kind of annoying to be where you work and you really wish that you didn't have to deal with bosses or supervisors but... Overall, things are going pretty well and you're the primary caregiver to people or persons. It might not be the best time for you to be your own boss (laughs) because, you know, there will be some rough seas ahead. There will be some elements of pause in your earning power. Just keep that in mind. And I'm not saying it's not possible because my brother did it. Okay, my brother is a core example in my life of somebody who went out and just became his own boss because he got sick of being employed by people that didn't appreciate him. And he went off and he started his own company and you know what, he's doing fantastic. He did that while he was the primary provider for his family, his wife and his young kids. So I'm not saying it can't be done. Your family needs to be on board with it and understand the process and understand you know, that, (laughs) this is gonna be crazy for a while. So being your own boss needs to make sense and it needs to be the right timing. Like say, for example, you're becoming a a parent because that's what a lot of people go through, right? You're a new parent and you're thinking, you know, maybe like I really wanna be my own boss because I don't wanna go back to work. I wanna be able to be home with my children. Right when you're starting out, being a new parent may not be the best time to start a new business, but if you're thinking that you want income while being at home with the little ones, then what you might do is start to develop your plan that allows for a realistic window of time and transition for you to be a parent and then step into being your own boss. You might also look at something that generates passive income to generate seed money to being your own boss if you have a lot of stuff going on at home. Like for example, there are online courses that you can develop that can generate passive income. And I'll link a couple resources below. Teachable is one of them. But that might be something that you look at that doesn't really take too much time and it can start you on the path of being your own boss while you're still at your job. So yeah, think about the most important things that are going on in your life and where you spend your time and energy. And think about a good way that you can step into being your own boss that won't utterly annihilate the other aspects of your life. The third question in this exercise was, what are your biggest fears? So three and four are, what do you wish you could figure out most about being your own boss? And what are your fears? Those kind of go hand in hand. So I'm just going to cover them as, as one thing here. What are you most like, "Mm, I don't know about when it comes to thinking about being your own boss? For me, it was really, um, it was was a couple things, actually. I'm really intimidated by finances and taxes and growth projection and all of that stuff. It's not the whimsy of, yay, I'm my own boss. I'm creating everything, right? (laughs) Like the actual like are you going to make money off this or so i felt intimidated by you know setting up the business as an entity having taxes what i would need to spend to make x amount all that stuff but the other thing honestly was just a fear of not succeeding just being a drain on my household and you know putting money and time into something that wouldn't work so when you think about your biggest fear when it comes to the idea of being your own boss Those fears are your biggest hurdle, and they could be there for a reason. You know where your weaknesses are and and where you might need either to get help or to push yourself, like, really hard. Just examine those fears, and I'm not going to tell you to be like, ah, fears, I don't need you, because fears sometimes are like, no, legit, like, Beretta, you need to have somebody help you set up your business so that you can pay your taxes. (laughs) Like that's kind of important. So you know where your weaknesses are and where you might need either to get help or to push yourself harder, but it also could be a sign that you're not thinking things through or you're needing to plan a bit more before moving forward. Don't be afraid to understand like, yeah, maybe you're not there yet. So what do you need to do to move forward into being your own boss? And what are the logistical steps that you need to take My husband is an engineer, so I love, 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 and I say that with all the irony in the world (laughs) when I come to him with an idea and he picks it apart. It's actually one of the most beneficial, helpful things about having him as my life partner, but it's also frustrating because I'm like, can't you just... Be whimsical with me. Can't you just like be like, wow, Beretta, that sounds fun and great? <laughs> like, do you have to immediately pick everything apart? <laughs> and if you're of that brain, being your own boss is gonna be super easy for you. Not super easy, but easier than for a lot of people. Because you're already set up to say, what's my contingency plan? What what's gonna happen if A, B, and C and D and E and F and G, like the whole freaking alphabet? What if all that happens? sit with those fears because they might be showing you where your weaknesses are and where you might need to ask for help or kind of research or figure out what your plan will be. Which brings us into the final part of this podcast, which is the logistics of stepping into being your own boss. Okay, here we go with logistics. If you're not familiar with my coaching, this is pretty similar, this format, what we're doing right now to a coaching session with me where we look at your goal and then we look at, you know, what might be stopping you from getting that goal. And then I formulate an action plan for you as well as provide resources. So if you're getting something out of this and you want to delve in a little bit deeper with me on this topic or others, you can go to berettaflor.com slash coaching and get a free quiz to see if coaching is right for you right now. And I am happy, happy, happy to offer that service to You. If you want to know the pricing, it's $100 for a session. And that session is something that you can return to again and again. And it takes about one hour of your time and my time. Well, more time for me. (laughs) But for you, our session together on Zoom or FaceTime or whatever is an hour total, as well as you'll get a more in depth assessment form and all that. So, but that's my little information plug of the day for you. So, your logistics for stepping into being your own boss, I'm going to give you a couple here. The first thing you want to do is you want to set aside one to five hours a day, depending on your schedule. I don't know your schedule. You might be between jobs. You might have a lot of free time. You might not have any. But I think one hour is pretty much something that we can all find the time some way. The investment is really worth it if you can do more than one, but we'll start with one if you're super, super, super busy. So set aside one to five hours a day doing what you love to work on your business. It might be going on to a site builder site like sitebuilder or Wix.com and building your own little website for whatever it is you do, whether you're wanting to tutor or you're wanting to give music lessons or you want to start being a wedding photographer, setting up an Etsy store. Whatever it is that you might love to do that might help you grow your business, spend at least one to five hours a day doing what you love to work on being ready to grow your business and start your own business and be your own boss. The second thing that you wanna do is tell everyone about your new business goals. And it might even help to, once you kind of figure out what you wanna do, get business cards printed up. I follow a podcast called The Brand Cure, which is amazing for people who are starting their own business, and I'll link it in my show notes. One of the hints that she gave me early on, which I'm glad I took her advice, is making your business word-of-mouth friendly. Tell everyone about your new business goals. Tell your friends, tell your family, and talk up what you do. If it's a service, you could even start offering it for free or a greatly reduced rate to your friends and family. As kind of a testing model, something so you can start building a portfolio, you can start building reviews, you can start getting other people to talk about your business because you can only talk to so many, but then those people know other people that you don't see every day. The third thing you can do before you even start your business is set timelines for yourself so you can tell if you're on track or not and, and try not to move those goalposts. For example, you might give yourself a year to turn a profit and then six months in, you might be like, oh, it might be like more than a year. You don't want to move that goalpost because really that's a long time to wait to see if something's working, especially if you're trying to support a family or trying to pay your bills. So set timelines so you can tell if you're on the right track or not and if you need to get help or if you need to pick up other work and then try again, that sort of thing. So, and that can be hard because that can mean like you've failed. I don't really see it like that. I see it as, okay, it didn't work out according to the timeline that you set for yourself, you just need to re-examine it and you need to figure out like what needs tweaking. So yeah, set a timeline for yourself and try to be realistic. And if you know anybody else as their own boss, me, for example, <laughs> you can kind of ask, like, what's realistic here? Which brings me to my fourth logistic step for you. Get help and advice from as many people as possible. Say you want to start a business um, like a daycare. Get a certification that makes you feel that you have the right to claim that title. There are courses, there are workshops online, and some are free. There are certifications you can take. You can also join Facebook groups, Instagram groups. There's TikTok groups that help each other, support each other as far as entrepreneurs, mom entrepreneurs, people who are in business for themselves. The one thing they love to do is to support each other and to help each other and to get advice and give advice. There's a really strong community in small business owners because we're all in the trenches. We're all there and we're all like, this is hard, (laughs) but it's also awesome. So online, social media, but also just do searches online for courses or workshops or certifications or whatever you need to do. Getting in community with others who do what you do is super super helpful like you don't even know what you don't know (laughs) but i can't even tell you how many times just some random stranger online just helped me so much just with their few kind words or maybe an afternoon workshop that they offered for free so just get out there and look around and get in community and get help and get advice because chances are you're not the first person to try to do what you're doing and you can learn a lot from other people. And you can always email me, berettafleur at icloud.com if you have any questions. I am here for you. The final thing that I wanna leave you with when it comes to stepping into being your own boss and having that freedom and having that control over your life and your career is this. Be ready to work as hard as you ever have in your entire life if you're gonna be your own boss. Being your own boss means freedom, right? But it also means risk, time, energy, and a certain amount of planning financially to make it a dream come true. So if you're looking for an easy way to make a bunch of money and also not have anybody tell you what to do, being your own boss isn't going to be for you, and that's totally fine. I just don't want you to go into this with any pre-existing ideas of it's this nirvana. Being your own boss is absolutely awesome. And for me, my things that matter to me in life are my family and my freedom and my ability to create and to help people. Those are the most important things for me. So for me, I'm doing exactly what I want to do. If you're not afraid of hard work and you're not afraid of risk, And you have the support system in your life where people are behind you and saying, we believe in you, then you stand a very, very good chance of being successful at being your own boss and having that freedom and having that control over your life and your career path. And I hope that you just jump into this with both feet and say, okay, I feel empowered. Until next time, I'm Beretta Fleur. I wish you well in your life experience. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast if you did please give it a five-star review and I very much appreciate you sticking around you can sign up for my email list as well as get more content including videos and a free coaching quiz on berettafleur.com